0: Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post brand studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Nowadays, you can get almost anything shipped to you clothing, groceries, toilet paper. If it fits in a box, you can travel by airplane or truck, or even by a drone. It can probably ship. But there's one thing that you can't have delivered anymore that was a totally normal thing to send in the mail in the early 1900s. Any guesses? Kids! That's right, kids! No, you couldn't wrap them up in bubble wrap and seal them in a box. But back in the days when travel was expensive and postage was cheap, it was perfectly legal for parents to mail their children. The children were carried or walked along by the mailman to their relatives. They could also be sent by train. The service cost a few nickels for postage, though the optional insurance was much more. The stories of these children turned freight are collected at the National Postal Museum. Though records are scarce, the museum's archives identify the first child ever sent through the mail as a 10-pound infant boy whose parents mailed him a mile away to Grandma's house in 1913. Just a year later, the Postmaster General banned humans in the mail, but some parents skirted the law. In 1915, a six-year-old was mailed from her mother's home in Florida to her father's home in Virginia. That was the longest recorded trip of a child sent through the mail. She made it safely. The most famous child to travel by mail was a little girl named Mae Pierstoff. She was eight years old, and her 73-mile journey to Grandma's house became the subject of a best-selling children's book called Mailing May*. In the book, May tells the story with excitement and a little dread. She said the big clack steam engine was hissing and snorting like a boar hog. May had never been on a train before, and certainly she had never been a package. Luckily for her parents, she was two pounds under the 50-pound weight limit. They attached 53 cents in postage stamps to her coat. This must have been a moment she remembered forever. The train whistled, and then it was off. The Postal Service successfully delivered its package. May's grandmother was there waiting. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Steve Hendricks, who reported this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.